Greetings, and welcome to another great episode of Dr. Essie Speaks. I am Dr. Essie McCoy, your award-winning podcast host. Furthermore, I am an award-winning educator, motivational speaker, seven times Amazon best-selling author, international best-selling author, magazine contributor, and coach. Also, I am the president, CEO, and founder of my own educational consulting company, Dr. Essie Speaks, LLC. I assist you in elevating your leadership skills so that you can turn your challenges into opportunities, failures into successes, ensure that responsibilities are fulfilled and enhance your capacity to lead. Today's show is not only a special podcast show, but with two awesome women who are making an impact. They will share about their chapters in the international bestseller, Empowered to Win. Let me just say, I am blessed to be a part of this anthology and looking forward to this book continuing to make a powerful impact in the lives of many around the nation and around the world. If you have not purchased your copy, please visit my website at www.dressiespeaks.com to get your copy today. My honored guests are none other than Pastor Valerie Howard Jones and Gazia Taylor Daniels. They are leaders in their own areas of expertise and they have a powerful story to share. Let me share a little bit more about their journey. Pastor Valerie M. Howard Jones is a DC native, currently resides in Glendale, Maryland, and is the CEO of Pastor Valerie Ministries. Pastor Valerie, as she is affectionately called, was licensed to preach the gospel in 1994 by Bishop Kevin B. Grisham, Senior of the Greater St. John Church of Upper Marlboro, Maryland, and ordained in 2006 by Bishop Mark Anthony Wilson of the Greater Destiny Kingdom Ministries of Baltimore, Maryland. Bishop Wilson concentrated her as pastor in 2008. Pastor Valerie is co-CEO of the SIBTT Sister I've Been There Too Literary Group, which is a ministry birthed out of the title of the book, Sister I've Been There Too, But I Come Back to Get You, 2018. SIBTT is an anthology of testimonies written by eight vastly different women and one man about just how God really is. Pastor Valerie was a contributing author of A Drink from the Well, Refreshment for the Soul, a devotional for women, 2008 Amazon, and currently hosts her own radio program by the same name on WLLY 1350 AM out of Wilson, North Carolina on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Pastor Valerie is the Director of Pastoral Counseling and Prayer for I Am My Sister's Keeper and additionally serves on the Board of Directors of several nonprofit organizations and ministries designed and birthed to help the body of Christ heal, be victorious, and overcome life situations so that the children of God will be made whole, wanting nothing, and thus allow each of us to go ye therefore and teach that which Christ taught us. Pastor Valerie holds a Bachelor of Science degree in criminal justice with a minor in corrections and a Master of Science degree in public administration with a minor in legal studies and employed by the federal government. Her favorite scripture is Revelation 12, 11, and they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives unto death. My next guest, Gazelle Taylor Daniel. She is a clinical office manager with the Family Medical Counseling Service, FMCS Pediatrics Department. 
Gazelle is genuinely passionate about helping individuals achieve ultimate health care. She's committed to the promotion of preventive pediatric care, in addition to the promotion of physical, mental, and social well-being of children with the aim of attaining optimal health. Gazelle enjoys serving her community and her focus has been and will continue to secure maximum results of prosperity and educating the community. Gazelle holds a BA in honors in health services and a certificate as a community health worker from Trinity Washington University. I am gonna take a quick commercial break and when I come back, I'll give my guest, Pastor Valerie Jones Howard and Gazelle Taylor Daniels an opportunity to share with our listening audience. As always, remember to visit my website at www.dressiespeaks.com where you can find all my books about school transformation, school leadership, and so much more. In addition, you can check out my latest Amazon best-selling book. I'll be right back. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Welcome back to Dr. Essie Speaks Education, your award-winning podcast host, Dr. Essie McCoy. My special guests again are Valerie Howard Jones and Gazelle Taylor Daniels. Amazing individuals in so many ways. You both are such a positive example of women making an impact. And just let me say congratulations on all your success and congratulations on being an Amazon and international bestseller. I love your chapters learning to love the gift me. And that is by Pastor Valerie and Gazelle, your chapter, Surrender in Peace. I know that my listeners will benefit greatly from our conversation today. So welcome to my show and thank you for being my special guest. And Pastor Valerie, tell us how you're doing today. Dr. Essie, thank you so much for inviting me. It's an honor to to be with you on another platform. It has just been a joy to meet you uh, virtually since we have not yet uh, been able to meet face-to-face, but thank you for having me. Um, I don't know what else to say. You read my bio. (laughs) I'm I'm just, you know, one of those people that was, you know, imperfect and I had to seek God because it wasn't working my way. And my life has just never been the same after that. Whatever well, he asks me to do, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I um, definitely am honored to have you on my show. And you're exactly right. We've been on many different platforms and we will meet in person when the time um, presents itself. And so once again, welcome. And also, Gazelle Taylor Daniels. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Um, 
just excited about the opportunity I have today. And I am just looking forward to um, continuing to serve my community in whatever aspect I can and to educate my community in whatever um, way I can do so. So I'm happy for this opportunity, very excited. Well, indeed, thank you. It is my pleasure to have you and also to have Pastor Valerie. And so we're going to go ahead and jump right into this conversation. Um, I know we have many listeners that are waiting to hear all about your chapter. So once again, the two of you are contributing authors of the third edition, Empowered to Win. Give us just a sneak peek about your chapter, and we're going to ask Pastor Valerie to share first. Amen. Um, The title of my chapter is Learning to Love the Gift That Is Me. And it's kind of a continuation um, because I was also blessed to write in the second edition of Empowered to Win. And the title of my chapter there was You Better Ask God About You. And so learning to love the gift that is me is kind of a continuation of that. You know, we go through this life and, you know, we're kind of taught to Um, please our parents and please the teacher. And, you know, a lot of us are geared towards um, just making other people happy. And um, I was um, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, at the age of 11, I was one of four children and my mother put me in foster care and kept my siblings. And I felt beaten and broken and unloved and unwanted and ignored and just a host of things. And it was well into my adult life that I actually um, got serious about my relationship with God. And as I began to do that, I began to see Valerie in a whole different light. I began to appreciate my intelligence, my beauty. I thought I was um, like this homely, ugly girl. And I had no idea you know, that there was beauty to Valerie inside and out. But I I just feel like that sometimes, you know, there are things that God allows in our lives not to destroy us or as unto death, but to make us a powerful voice for other people who are going through the same things. And so for me, learning to love the gift that is me is an opportunity for us to stop sometimes Um, on this thing called life and take a look at what God actually created. There's no way that the same God that creates the beauty outside, the flowers, the trees, the beautiful uh, animals and and the variables and all of those things and made me ugly. And so I, I think that it's really important for people to know that the same God that made everything that they see and appreciate made you too. And you need to find out what that gift is that's in you. Wow, powerful. And you know, we have a journey, we have a story, and I'm just so grateful that you decided to write about your story. And once again, listeners, if you have not gotten your copy of this book, you must get your copy because her story is wonderful and it will inspire you. And so Gazelle, tell us a little bit about your chapter. Sure. As you mentioned earlier, my title is Surrender and Peace. And my chapter speaks to a life of peace, a life of happiness and calmness to my many challenges in life. I also speak to self-care and healing. Um, Peace was such a great ordeal in my life. I, um, I desired it, I wanted it, and I wanted it badly. And so I just knew that I had to surrender 
and take my hands off. And surrendering isn't always easy, but it's necessary. And so I speak to that in my chapter, surrendering peace and just having peace, happiness, joy, and calmness to your many challenges. And I also speak to how to worship and praise in those times of um, when you feel like you're being challenged in life. So that's what my chapter speaks to. Amazing. And, you know, I just love the calmness that you have within you. And when I read just a little bit of your chapter, I could feel that um, in the words that you wrote. And so it's definitely a place that we all need to get to in our lives at some point. Um, So definitely thank you. So, um, Pastor Valerie, tell me what inspired you? I know you talked a little bit about that earlier, but tell us what really inspired you to write the chapter? Um, honestly, it was really just um, a whisper from the Lord because I um, agreed to write in the, the third anthology as soon as the opportunity was presented to me. And I actually had no idea what I was going to write, which was different from the first time because um, in the second anthology, I sat down, I prayed, and I wrote my chapter in a, um, an hour or two. And this time it was a challenge because I was like, I don't know what I'm, what do you want me to say? And God just took me back into my own um, journey and I put it on paper. And, and that was what inspired that particular chapter for me. You know, what is so amazing when we get quiet and we are still, we can hear God and we can hear that whisper from him. And you just have to listen to that whisper. So thank you. And um, Gazelle, tell us what inspired you. You know, oftentimes as women and as Christian women, we, we, we often feel like we have to face challenges alone. We're taught as learned behavior that we are to manage life trials and warlike tribulations alone. And so I, I thought that it would be important that individuals and not just women, but individuals would just understand that the minute you're faced with challenges, the minute life sends you a couple of obstacles, turn it over to God, turn it over to God and just simply surrender. You know, the Bible says, you know, we have an exchange program. You know, we give him our burdens and we and we, we rest in him and rest in our father. So I felt that it was very important for individuals to understand that, yes, it's okay to be strong, but there are times when we can be vulnerable and we can just let go and let God and allow him to fight our battles. And we sit back and we rest in the Lord, in the word and become restored, renewed in the word. And so that was what inspired me to do so. Wow, so powerful. And I just want to reiterate some of the things that you said. When you are faced with obstacles and challenges, do not think that you have to face those alone. Turn it over to God, let go and let God. So thank you. So ladies, tell us, Pastor Valerie first, about your journey in the writing process. How many books have you written And how did you know that you wanted to become an author? You know, I have an opportunity to pour into the lives of many students who are transitioning from high school to post-secondary, thinking about what they want to become. And I met a young lady um, this past week, and she said, I know I want to be 
a journalist and um, that's all about writing. So tell us about your journey from high school, your journey in the writing process and your experience in writing books. <laughs> Funny story. So um, <laughs> when I, I, my mom put me in the foster care um, right out of sixth grade, I could barely read. And um, my aunt was my Sunday school teacher and actually used the Sunday school um, program and the Bible to give me confidence in reading. I majored in business um, at Walbrook Senior High School in Baltimore, Maryland, and um, I took shorthand. Well, I couldn't spell very well, um, so shorthand had its challenges for me. Nowhere in my view did I see myself being a writer. Um, I guess about 30 years ago, I was, um, I put together a women's conference and uh, Bishop Glovinia Harris uh, prayed for everybody. And I was in the background because I was the organizer, you know, making sure everything was the way that it should be. And she said, where is Valerie? And I came out and she said, you've, you've done all of this for all of us. It's your turn. And she began to pray for me. And she said, you're going to write. You're going." And I'm looking at her like she has lost her mind because I that was like the last thing. Who wants to hear anything that I would have to write? And she would not budge from the prophecy. And some months later, uh, my father in ministry, Bishop Kevin Gresham, he started a class. And in the class, um, he was... Um, sharing some of the stuff that he was learning. And I can't remember the man's first name, but his last name was Howard, which caught my, of course, caught my attention because that's my maiden name. And I started reading what he wrote. And I was like, this is so easy. This is so simple. I could do this. And I began writing a thought for the day. And it originally just kind of went out to some of my church family. At the time I was working um, as the, um, graduate secretary for um, the graduate program of journalism of all things at the University of Maryland. And by the time I um, left the University of Maryland, the um, email was going out to Jamaica, China, um, <laughs> Africa. Um, some of my graduate students had started sending it to their families and I was getting letters and stuff. And I still didn't really, you know, I was blown away, but it still didn't really hit me. But I kept dreaming of writing and God kept pressing me. And so in 2004, I was reunited with my co-CEO of SIBTT. And we started talking about the book Waiting to Excel. And I said, she said to me, we could write something. I said, yeah, and we can call a sister. I've been there too. And so that was the first one that I wrote, I, the first anthology that I was the visionary author from. And um, some of my thoughts for the day that I had written were put in a drink from his well. Um, Donna Wilson asked me if she could use some of those. And so that's kind of what started me on the idea that I could possibly write something that anybody would want to read. And then um, our first book signing was so amazing. I still wasn't ready. I, I, I'm even now, um, as I write, this is my fourth anthology and I actually have four other projects that God has put in my heart to do for myself. Um, one of them is God Save Me From Save People. 
Um, the next one is aborting the spirit of abortion. Um, um, the third one is at the master's feet. And the fourth one, I can't remember right now, but it's something funny after all of that heaviness. And I still get um, blown away and brought to tears when people email me, call me, text me to tell me that what they read changed their lives because I don't see it as me. I see it as God. And so it's always a blessing and brings me to tears that God would use this little girl from, from uh, you know, that nobody wanted seemed like, you know, to be a blessing to other people. So if I got to write it down, I will. Just phenomenal. And, you know, um, students who are out there and you may be struggling, you might be a non-reader. But look at this. This is a prime example, Pastor Valerie, from a non-reader to a writer and now Amazon and international best-selling author. All I have to say is just look at God. And, you know, it's amazing because he will provide provisions and he'll surround you with the people that will help to prepare you forward. So just continue to do the great things that you're doing. And I'm just excited about the four projects that you have in the works. And so, Gazelle, tell us about your journey in the writing process. How many books have you written? And when you were in high school, did you know that you wanted to become an author? I've always had a desire to write. Um, I can remember back as young as a, a young little girl, you know, my feelings were hurt or someone hurt me. I will put that into writing and I will express it in writing. Um, however, this is new to me. <laughs> this is new to me. Um, I am a first time author uh, contributing to a um, the anthology. However, um, it has always been a goal. It has always been a desire. And it has given me the opportunity to express to individuals that um, you can use this platform to educate, to share testimonies, to contribute to society, and to be part of a village for your community by directing them in paths where sometimes they aren't able to see themselves, such as myself. This opportunity fell in my lap. Um, unexpectedly. And I have been known to procrastinate or be fearful to move out on faith, but God spoke loud and clear on this opportunity. And I took the opportunity and I ran with it and I will continue to run with it. And every opportunity that I am approached with the ability to do so, to write, I will participate. Um, it's my way of contributing to my society, my community, my village, because I had a village and I want to use this opportunity to reach back out into my village and my community. Tremendous information. You know, writing is powerful. It can heal you and it can help to heal others. And you talk about this being your first project. What a way to start Amazon and international best-selling author. You only will continue to go up from here. So thank you for sharing. And so Pastor Valerie, tell us what advice would you give writers, um, especially those who are hesitant to get started or maybe on their first project, what advice would you provide? I always, um, I'm, I'm like walking around as a, a righteous story cheerleader now, um, <laughs> um, especially people that I know 
who have awesome testimonies, um, I, I tell them, listen, just hit the recorder on your phone. And, and as the things that have occurred to you in your life, the things that you know, you've overcome, whatever the Lord puts on your heart, just speak it into the microphone. And if you're scared to write it, send it to me. And I, because I also um, am a ghost writer at this point for other people, um, because God has really just given me a gift to put words together. And I write everything from um, letters, memos, term papers, dissertations, I write it all. But I, I, I encourage people to, you know, don't hold back your gift, your testimony, your blessing, because somebody needs to hear it. And one of the reasons why Revelations 12, 11 is my favorite chapter is because it speaks to a level of releasing what, you, what they thought they had um, bound you with and using it to be a blessing to others. And all of us have a story. We all used to be somebody else. We all used to do something else before we gave our lives to Christ and just write it down. Um, there are so many people who say, I really wish I could you know, just be bold enough to write my story. Just put it on a recorder. Listen to what you have to say for yourself. And again, if you don't know what to do with it, send it to me. I'll, I'll make it sound better than you ever thought it could with the help of the Holy Ghost and we'll move on from there. But don't, don't quench the spirit. Don't, you know, if there's a desire in your heart, start journaling if nothing else. You know what I mean? I've gone back and read some of my journals from, you know, when I first rededicated my life to the Lord in 1994 and sit there with tears in my eyes like, wow, I was really going through that. God really brought me through that. And I think that when we start journaling, if we have a desire to write, that will start or just press the record button on your phone. We use these smartphones for so many interesting things is how I'll put that. Use it for something that's going to be a blessing. Just hit the button. Wow, so powerful. And, you know, if you can't write, record. I love that. And don't quench the spirit. So thank you for that advice. And Gazelle, please give us some advice. I know you have it. So please. Absolutely. I have to agree with uh, Pastor Val. Oftentimes we journal. And I would just say, allow God to use you. Walk out on faith. Do not be afraid. And if you are one to be afraid, consult and seek your father. Pray about it. But allow yourself to be an influencer for someone because someone needs to hear your story, your testimony. There is someone else out there experiencing what you're experiencing. And take that experience and put it into writing and become an influencer for the next individual. It you does. It doesn't sound like, you know, such a hard thing, but trust me, when you're moving and you're moving through the Holy Spirit, everything else will be easy going. Just trust. You are exactly right. And I love what you said. Just walk out on faith. And, you know, I remember um, Minister Allison G. Daniels saying, do it and do it afraid. And you've said exactly that. So thank you for echoing that sentiment. 
And just tell us, have you ever had a mentor or a writing coach? And how do you utilize that person in the writing process, Pastor Val? No, I've never had one. Um, Only because it's not that I don't believe in mentors. For two reasons, I don't have a mentor. Number one, I, I, I do have some trust issues where people are concerned that God is yet dealing with me and, and bringing me through um, just being in men, a woman in ministry for so many years, um, almost 30 at this point. Uh, it's been some, some, some interesting times. And then the other part is, is that it seems that whenever I think that God has sent me a mentor, I usually end up being their mentor. And so um, I've just kind of learned to stay in my lane and um, do what the Holy Spirit puts in my heart to do. Because honestly, it's not just scripture, but you really can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. And so, um, but I would suggest that people do um, get a mentor. If you see somebody that you um, would love to emulate, um, do so. Um, God will show you who you need in your life. And how that plays out is between you, God, and that person. There will always be somebody in your life that you need to lean on when you know those rough days come and you don't feel like writing anymore. You, you know, um, working in the graduate program for two deans over the years, you get a chance to see the uh, benefit to mentors because especially um, at the PhD level, these people literally stress out. They want to pull their hair out. They want to tap out and all of those things. And mentors, you know, serve to be that push, that, that comfort. And sometimes even, you know, that discipline that you need that you don't have. And so, although I don't have one, I would really strongly suggest that anyone who wants to write, considering writing, or just it's a fly-by-night thing, get you a, a God-fearing, Holy Ghost-filled, um, somebody with a sense of humor as a mentor. You know, um, Pastor Valerie, you talked about your relationship with God and not having mentors, really, and I know that is how you have navigated your way, and you have written so much, and you're so blessed to um, be at that space and place in your life. And, you know, you talked about the dissertation a little bit. Don't even get me started with that process. Um, but definitely that was the springboard of probably my writing. I've always known that I wanted to write and have always said I'm going to be an author one day, but just did not know the journey, the path that I would take to get to where I am. So thank you. And so Gazelle, tell us about um, your process with mentors and a writing coach. I currently do not have a writing coach. Um, I do have mentors. However, I am seeking um, a schedule where I can meet with my mentor who is um, God-fearing. And I look forward to working with her. Um, I reached out to her with this project and um, she was currently <laughs> getting prepared for her dissertation. So... <laughs> Um, we're, you know, we're going to have schedules, um, up and coming because this isn't going to be my first, nor will it be the last, um, I'll be writing from this point forward. So yes, I will, you know, be lining up with the mentor because I do see that it is necessary. 
And, you know, you talked about um, how mentors are powerful. They indeed are. And so I know that the right person will guide you. And um, I'm looking forward to the things that you're going to get involved in in the future. Because as I said, you know, first time author, Amazon and international bestselling authors. I know you're going to continue to elevate and do things that will impact the lives of others. And so going back to Pastor Valerie, tell us how listeners can get in contact with you. Well, the most expeditious way to get in touch with me is um, at Pastor Val Ministries at AOL.com. Um, or you can call me at 202-503-9579. I am on Facebook. I am on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Um, Facebook is V Howard Jones. Twitter is at Queen VHJ722. LinkedIn is Valerie Howard Jones and Instagram is Queen VMJ722. Gazea Taylor Daniels. Tell us how listeners can get in contact with you. Sure. I'm on Facebook as Giselle Taylor Daniels. I am on LinkedIn as Giselle Taylor Daniels and Instagram Giselle.gg Taylor Daniels. Awesome. Thank you. And listeners, please make contact with these ladies. Pastor Valerie and Gazelle, thank you so much for being my special guest today to share with listeners. Continue doing the phenomenal things that you're doing and may God continue to bless you with making an impact. So once again, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Indeed. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. And as I always say, education is hard work, but it is also heart work. Thanks for listening. And remember to visit my website at www.drsespeaks.com where you can find all the links to my podcast, my social media platform, books, and so much more. Join me each Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Dr. S.E. Speaks Education. Until then, be safe, be blessed, and make a positive difference in the lives of others.